Hello and welcome to the Weekly Recap. This is episode 149. Nick and Alex are back. Wow. We are getting close to that uh, century and a half mark here. And we've got some uh, some cool stuff on the docket for today. I think, Alex. Mm-hmm. Right? Uh, we're gonna we're gonna talk about beer. We're gonna talk about some exciting things going on with the recap, and we're gonna look to the future. Yeah, yeah. always, always, always. It's all we have. So we are the weekly recap. We like to recap the week in craft beer, right? Yep, <laughs> I'd say that's what we do. Uh, just putting you on the spot there. I didn't know if you knew the answer to that one or not. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't know what else it would be. So Alex, I had vacation this weekend for Sarah's yeah, birthday. Right. Um, so we'll get into that Big, in a little bit. Things. Yeah. Sure. We did. We did all the things on this vacation. It was, many things. It was many a lot thing. of fun. Many a thing really, was done. It was really a good time though. I think that we had a, a pretty good overall experience i think we did a lot of cool stuff and it was only a yeah, two-day trip but yeah we had a good time so yeah i'm excited to hear about it excellent excellent uh i do want to kick off this episode though with something that i just witnessed just not even 15 minutes ago and i want to talk a little bit about this because i feel like the the world is at a point now with entertainment that everything gets rehashed and repeated and redone and re you know rebooted and remade and all this other stuff, right? Mm-hmm. So I watched the new trailer for Ghostbusters Afterlife. Okay, have you seen this? Have you heard about this? Um, I heard that they released another trailer, but I did not watch it. Okay, I did watch the. F- I think I watched the first one. Yeah, yeah, I saw that, that came one out like maybe like a year ago or like a long time ago. Yeah, it was like October of last year or something. Oh, okay, I want to yeah. say. Man, that seems like three years ago at this point. But uh, but yeah, so so they released a new trailer today, I guess. I don't know if it was today specifically, but um, immediately popped up on my Facebook feed, and I, I was like, oh, yeah, I have to watch this, right? Um, mm-hmm. I got to say, I like the angle that they're taking. Uh, now, granted, there are some bad remakes out there, okay? There are yeah. some bad reboots yeah. out there. There are some bad sequels that are years apart from the original. Right. Um, I don't want to name names specifically because I don't really have anything in mind for this list just yet, but I feel like there's a lot of stuff that happens far beyond the, the time frame that's acceptable to make a sequel. One that immediately comes to mind is the Incredibles. Yeah. Um, mainly because it was like 12 years and like 12 years in a kid's movie time is like 40 like all yeah, the kids that watched it originally are grown it's up. Very, yeah, it's very much. Yeah, I mean, at that point, it, it might as well be at another generation. Like, kids grow up so quickly that, like, um, it, especially with the internet age, it it's like, why? Who who asked for this? It's like, <laughs> right? <laughs> you would think, and and it's it's crazy because Disney is so good at like. I mean, I guess they are good at getting like both the adults and the kids invested, but I can't imagine kids. I I didn't. I have not seen Incredible being the second Incredibles movie, mm. admittedly. Um, so I don't know if it's like a completely separate story. But like to me, if it's a sequel, you would you would want to have some background um, to go it go in. Like you like know the characters already, and it seems like. Uh, I don't know. Maybe maybe kids are watching The Incredibles, but I I don't think anyone like that was like my childhood because it was like what two thousand three or like four or something like that. I want to say it was two thousand four, and it came out the the sequel came out in like twenty nineteen or something, right? Um, I don't know yeah. off the top of my head. That was oh four, yeah. The Incredibles was oh four. Incredible movie, fantastic. Yeah. Great casting, good movie. Oh, um, wonderful yeah, from start to finish. And it was, yeah, it was like probably, it had to be like 2015 or 2014 or something like that. Yeah, I think it was like 11 years, so it was probably 2015. But I, I don't know, yeah, like kids that were... Now, I will say, the, the reason I was bringing them up specifically, like the Incredibles movie, it was 2018 for the second one. But the reason I bring it up wow. that way is those those movies are kind of timeless, right? Like the, the animation movies maybe hold up a little bit yeah. better than like the real life yeah. ones, which 
Which is what I'm trying to say with Ghostbusters. Like, Ghostbusters was this crazy 80s, campy, like, I mean, it was a big blockbuster because of all the Mm -hmm. names in it. But at the same time, it was this, like, people, like, forgot about it for 10 years. And then it came back real big. And then it came, like, it keeps, like, hanging around every, every Halloween, you see kids get dressed up as the Ghostbusters and carrying the, the proton packs around and like that kind of stuff. But yeah. and like um and even um what's it called Stranger Things sort of like brought it back and Yeah, um, any eighties nostalgia movie is like Ghostbusters is mentioned, right? Yeah. And the weirdest thing about it is this movie that movie is almost forty years old. Mm-hmm. And they're releasing a sequel to it. So like, it's really kind of, Oh, I hope they do a good job. Oh, I hope it's not like the original and it's just a remake and like all this other silliness because like the, the 2016 one where they recast everybody and they didn't really have any yeah. tie into the original story or anything like that. Other than it was a ghostbusters movie. Um, didn't really land for a lot of people. <laughs> mm. So I'm very excited. I, I watched the trailer, super hype about it. I'm a big Ghostbusters fan. Um, yeah. I mean, we can't, we, we can't not say, um, you know, it's probably, it probably didn't land for a lot of people because of misogyny. Um, I can't say that. I think it was just a bad movie personally. Uh. I, that's just and, me. And I, that's I'm, not, I'm not like, and that's your opinion. Again, I don't care. You could put any four people in that role and it would still be a bad movie. In my opinion, I don't care who it is. Yeah. So it doesn't matter that it's all, it's an all female cast versus an all male cast. Like I, 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 that doesn't bother me at all. Um, I thought there were some funny one liners, but I think it was all one liners and not an actual script. Like it was just like, they were trying to be funny to be funny and it wasn't a good story and it didn't make sense. And it got really, like drawn out, but that's just me as a moviegoer. No, I, uh, yeah, no, I, I guess I, I really have to see the movie. I, I, it, it just, it seems like even if, um, I, I probably wouldn't honestly, if I'm, if I'm anticipating, I don't think I would like the first movie because I'm not like, I'm not into that whole nostalgia thing. It wasn't like my generation. It wasn't like my time. And I generally don't love like old, like, sort of like slapsticky kind of com comedies and stuff like that. So I'm probably not the best person to ask about whether or not that movie is good. I mean, uh, whatever. Um, but it's also but a, it, a cultural thing at this point, right? Yeah, yeah. 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 So, you know about it. You've, you've heard the one liners, right. you've heard the, um, listen, do you smell that? Like that kind of thing. Um, oh, I actually don't. I, I don't think I could. I don't think if if you gave me like the top three lines from that movie, I don't even think I've, I've heard them. <laughs> it's just not my like sphere of like pop culture, which right. is which is why this which is why this podcast is so intriguing because we have literally zero cultural references that are the same. <laughs> um, I, and, I gotta say, I'm a huge that. Ghostbusters fan, so I'm very excited about this. Uh, I, I hope it's it looked good. good. I mean, the first trailer looked fun. It's like darker. It's like not, is it, it's not really a con. Is it a comedy? Is it like a, is it like a dark comedy? Is it like, it's like a, it, it looks, looks like a, it looks like an action movie. Like it looks like it's cut. Like it's supposed to be this action movie, but I feel like they're going to, I mean, Paul Rudd's the main character. Like they have a bunch of throwbacks to the original in the trailer. Like there's, I don't want to spoil it for anybody who hasn't seen it because it is like brand spanking new, but the, the way that they're telling the story is like, I feel like it's a, it's a good, like it makes sense as the next step and like revisiting this series from a long time ago. Not like, uh, not like they're remaking the first movie in like modern times or anything like that. Like, I think it's actually going to be a little bit cooler than that. So Anyway, that's I, I just wanted to start us off on a random like uh, tangent, yeah, like absolutely. we always do. So, uh, I yeah, no, I, I mean, I you said you don't have any like. What do you think was like a really bad sequel, prequel, continuation? Like, um, for me, I I so I haven't even I haven't even seen um, this movie, um, but. They made a Mean Girls two. What on on um, I think ABC Family when it was AB when Freeform used to be ABC Family, they made a Mean Girls two. Oh, that sounds awful. 
And I don't know if it's like so bad that it's good. I want to say it's not good. Um, well, so I'm going to look at reception. <laughs> um, so reception receive it received negative reviews is what it says on, on Wikipedia. What's the, uh, uh, what's the rotten enter- tomato score <laughs> entertainment weekly called it a thinly veiled low budget remake of the 2004 hit with which it shares a name. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> Whatever problems I had with the 2004 feature aren't even an issue here as the new film offers a decidedly more pedestrian take on the click warfare concept Trading phase sly ambition for cruel DTV routine. <laughs> that sounds I love, tragic. I love. I, let me let me look it up. I, it's probably not even on Rotten Tomatoes. Honestly, they wouldn't even. I don't even think they would give it a like a chance. All right. Well, but like one of the ones who, that comes to mind for oh, me. Oh, there we go. Okay, wait. oh, you got it. Okay. It might not have critics reviews. That's the thing. Yeah, it doesn't have. It doesn't have critics reviews. It only has an audience score. But the audience score is thirty percent. So you know it's really bad. Yeah, that's terrible. Because if the, uh, yeah, if the audience, it's just like who? Ugh. Nobody wanted this. Tim Meadows reprised his role <laughs> as like, the principal. How? Really? <laughs> yeah, that's that is actually tragic. He, he well, I mean, he got a check. It's fine. Fair enough. You can't hate the hustle, <laughs> but that's like one. I'm like, what the hell. But, like, I've heard other, like, sequels of cult classics, like Miss Congeniality. I've heard Miss Congeniality 2 is good. I've heard Legally Blonde 2 is good. They're allegedly making a third Legally Blonde, so who knows. Um, I don't know. I just, it it seems like it's just such a, people just aren't creative anymore. No, no, you're right. It's like, it's not, it's like, it's all about, like, this is what we get for living in a capitalist society. Like, people are just going to, like passion on nostalgia and like not even like give you anything new or anything right even like i don't know i i would say like there's a couple a few or at least one that comes to mind like a a a a reboot but it's not even really a reboot it just sort of it just shares the same like sort of name and characters as sabrina on netflix like it's not but like it it was turned into like archie comics and there's like there are some comparisons and like in the last season they they like bring back the original ants from the tv like the original tv show for a couple episodes but like it it's it's more like i I don't know it's it's a much looser like connection than a lot of other things i actually liked that but oh same um, same um i gotta say uh, so honorable mentions here and i am a movie apologist when it comes to sequels honestly mm. um I'm, I'm gonna go out there and say the indiana jones and the crystal skull is probably one of the most obscene um like reboot or like bring it back type of nostalgia sequels so basically what they did was they took the end of the last crusade, which is the last movie in the original trilogy. And they, they put it 20 years in the future when they released the film or whatever. And it was 20 years in the timeline too. So it made sense kind of, but like the, the special effects were terrible. Shia LaBeouf can't act. Um, Harrison Ford is much older than he could have like, than, than he should have been to reprise that role. And the story wasn't very good, but at the same time, they made it make sense in the timeline. And I, I know that there are people out there that fully like buy into this theory, but in the original movies, you know, they're set in the thirties and forties right around world war two and there's Nazis and there's all kinds of other crazy stuff going on. And so most of the, most of the storylines are based on like religious artifacts and stuff like that. And temple of doom is an outlier because it's technically a prequel. And I'm not really going to talk about that, but You've never seen these movies, so I'm going to kind of explain this to you. The and that's okay, yeah, and and that's fine, right? No, they're, and they're great. They're great movies, and they're actually like really good, like special effects for the '80s and stuff like that. Like Harrison Ford just killed that role; like he was born to play Indiana Jones. And in the sequel, what they did was they set it in the '50s, and so in the '30s, everybody was all about like the 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 religious aspect of the historical, like finding the, the Holy grail and finding the, the Ark of the covenant and stuff like that. Like that was what was going on in the fifties. What they did was they set it to be more like uh, the, 
uh, alien, like the space race and all that kind of stuff was going on. Right. And so they focused on like the aliens and I thought it made sense personally. I thought the story at least was like on point because he's a professor at a university and he gets pulled into finding this crystal skull that leads them to these aliens. And so it kind of like the, the storyline kind of made sense, but the movie itself was terrible and it didn't need to be made. Like Indiana Jones, the trilogy is a, is a perfect example of you don't need to fix or you don't need to continue something that's already good. Right. Like back to the future. If you ever remake back to the future, just don't talk to me about it. I don't want to know. I never want to see it again because the, the, the three movies that they've released so far in that series are perfect to me. Even back to the future three, I'll go on record and say it. I love that movie. It's cheesy. It's, it's corny. I don't care. I love it. Uh, the other mm. one that sticks out to me and I was going to talk about star Wars, but I'm not going to, um, the uh, matrix we, is coming we, we out with a fourth that. one. We don't have that much time. No, we really don't. We could have a whole podcast about star Wars, but the, uh, the matrix is coming out with a fourth one. And the first movie was released 22 years ago in 1999. Okay. And they made two more that were terrible. Arguably some of the worst sequels out there because they copped out and didn't actually tell a story. They just chose to make this like sort of Christian overtoned thing. And I just, it didn't work. It didn't work. It didn't work. But uh, the movies are still watchable to me because again, I'm a movie apologist. I will watch all of the sequels. But Mm -hmm. the fourth one, I just don't get, I don't understand where are you going to go with it from here? Like how is there still a war against the machines after like Neo supposedly ended it at the end of revolutions? Like that was it. He just like ended it. I don't know. Anyway. uh, So (laughs) I think that we've spent enough time on pop culture for this. episode. Maybe they've learned, maybe they learned, maybe they grew, maybe there was like a single computer chip that became sentient that was still existing or something like that. I've never seen these movies. I, we should do a retelling of the Indiana Jones movies from someone who's never seen them. Oh, a live tweeting session or something. Yeah, I'd be down for that. No, no, no. No, I mean, like, me just, me just like, saying what I think the movie is about based on, like, the the poster or something like that. Oh, yeah, that'd be great. We should me do that. Me just creating a plot line, creating plot lines based on on posters. That would be fun. That would, that would actually be a lot of fun. Uh, we'll have to do that on an episode. Uh, we'll have to do it where we have to pick one movie for each of us. Yeah, that, that like a movie that never I've seen. seen that you haven't. Yeah, you know, yeah. <laughs> I'm down. So, uh, all right. As as we're transitioning out of the intro session here, uh, <laughs> Alex, uh, we got some good news this week. We did as a podcast. Yeah. We got some really good news this week. Yeah, tell um, me about it. So, uh, the Pittsburgh City Paper. Um, as you know, we've been kind of plastering it all over our social media. Uh, they're running the best of Pittsburgh uh, voting poll right now. And so I got an email yesterday that uh, the weekly recap made the top 10 for podcasts in Pittsburgh. So wow. Huge pew, shout pew, out pew. to all of our listeners, all of our followers. Pew, pew, pew. Guys, you guys, you did it. I believe me, I voted for maybe like for us 10 times. I voted like three times because that was okay. like when I remembered to do it, I voted for myself. I, I'm not even going to like try to hide that or anything, but you guys, I know, really Jen, got us I know Jen had something to do with this. I just know, I just know it. Right. Yeah. Uh, but, but all of our followers, everybody like commented done. Like we, we voted, I did this. I'm like everybody, like I kept reposting it and everybody was like, yep. Done for today. Done for today. Like, so I, I really want to give a huge shout out to you guys for making this possible. We are going to be in the voting starting August 1st. Um, I will have this episode up by then. I'm going to promise that. Uh, I should have time this week to do it, though. I'm going back to work tomorrow after my vacation. So the uh, the biggest thing, though, I can't I can't stress enough. Thank you guys so much for listening to us. Number one. Number two. Why would you vote for us over some of the other ones on the list is my other question. But I want to I want to see who 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 is in the top 10. I really there's, do. I'm sure I mean there are some big names in that list though. I mean, Yajagoff is a uh, Pittsburgh sports uh slash everything about Pittsburgh podcast. Uh Drinking Partners is on the list. Uh I don't know about the the top 10. This was just the ones that were in the voting. Uh the Fueled by Hops podcast was on there. Like uh, some of our friends Hop Nation was on there as well. I hope those guys get into the top 10 too because theirs is 
I don't know. I like their podcast. Uh, so <laughs> um, it's just Fair a cool enough. thing to be a part of. And I'm really excited to pump this all through August. Um, just want to say thank you guys for, for really like pumping us up and, and making us, you know, making this worth doing every week. So Alex, uh, th- thanks for doing this with me for as long mm. as we have. <laughs> mm. Um, I just, I, I'm just really geeked about this, guys. I, I can't wait to see how the voting goes in August for us. Um, vote as often as you can. I, I don't know if it's just a one-vote type system or if you get to vote every day like it was in the preliminary round. But if it's every day, please sign on and vote. I'll have the link in the bio, all that good stuff. Um, also, vote for the other categories because this is a really cool thing that the city paper does. And it gives a lot of publicity to these small businesses and locals and other stuff that really is important to, to talk about, right? I mean, you support local, you buy local. Why not throw them a little bit of love on social media and vote for them too? Yeah, yeah. That's a great, great, um, great addition. Um, it would be, wouldn't it be funny if we won? Oh my that God. That would actually be really funny. I hope, uh, I, I, honestly, I, I, don't, I, I mean, I hope that we win, obviously, but, uh, but I also, uh, like, I'm kind of nerve wracked about it because I don't want to, like, have to be better at this <laughs> what if i i would say like what if what if we actually get contacted by someone who's like yeah so tell us about your podcast right like because <laughs> i because like i is there going to be like a write-up I, yeah well, there there, there is no going to be a feature in, in the in the there's september no issue no way in hell we're gonna win but no but if oh, well. but if you're in the top three you each each one of them gets a mention in the the pittsburgh city paper september edition so there's a, I mean, that's a 30% chance. That's pretty good. I mean, it's, I wouldn't say it's pretty good. I would say it's like, it's possible. Yeah. So I'm, I'm sorry. What I mean is based on all of the entries, there were like 40 podcasts. We got into the top 10. I feel like we could, we could be in the top I would, They, they need to give rankings. Like they need to show who was winning. I wish Oh God, I hope they do. I hope they do. <laughs> Um, I have no yeah, idea how this is going to go. Vote for me so I can win something, right? Because it's been a while since I've actually won something, and I want I want it. But again, I, I my though. my heart and soul goes out to the people that follow us and listen to us and actually voted for us in this. Like I, I my love heart you goes guys. out to I all of you, you people guys. because I know you have nothing better to do than listen <laughs> to this fucking shitty ass podcast. Uh, yeah, exactly. So anyway, let's get to the beer, right? Alex, yeah, how are we doing? I'm it? ready. I'm ready. This is a very you-centric podcast right now, and I, I actually, I'm enjoying it. Okay. I want to listen to. I want to hear about your vacation. I, I'm, I'm down for that. I will, I will definitely talk you through it. Uh, first off, though, let's hit what we're drinking right now. What do you, what do you got mm. in the, what do you got in the glass? What do you got in the bottle? What are we, what are we sipping on? I, um, I actually have a homebrew. So I had a, a bit of a a bit of a get together this weekend as well for it wasn't for Sarah's birthday it was on Sarah's birthday but um I had a little Christmas in July party that went um I think very well Jen friends of the pod Jen and Ben were there um, the Brutifuls the Brutifuls yes for, formally known as <laughs> but um our cousin Matt who we have yet to have on the podcast. He's been home brewing, and he uh, he brewed a, a Citra Hop Session IPA, ooh, which is um, very smooth, very good. I uh, I don't have many critiques. It's uh, it's going down very easy. It's uh, four and a half percent. I will say the the font is in red, and the photo it is a little bit. Um, Fuzzy, so you can't really read the writing all too well, but I I have great vision. So, um, well, he, good for he has you. His own, he has his own um, brewery called Wildwood Brewing, um, and uh, most of the stuff he's made so far has been very good, much better than what you and Jake used to make. So, <laughs> no complaints, no complaints from oh, me. Oh, fuck off! So, shout out to Matt. Um, I also had just like a quick shout out. Um, our cousin Eddie was in Boston, brought a bunch of beer back. He had some. Uh, some Treehouse, some Trillium, some Bissell Brothers, um, and it was good. It was a good time. Man, those a, are some heavy hitters. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm bummed so. that I missed it, but I also really had a great time in the Finger Lakes over the couple of days that we were there. So shout out to, to Ed for bringing that back and Matt for brewing the beer. Um, mm-hmm. I am drinking one of the beers from our little endeavor to 
the Finger Lakes. This is Other Half. Um, so they released this one on Saturday when we were there. And this is a Imperial Oat Cream IPA. Comes in at 10.5%. This is my last day of vacation. I got to go out with a bang, you know? Yeah. Uh, this yeah. is this is the Triple Motika Daydream. I'm hoping I say that right. It's uh, M-O-T-U-E-K-A. Triple. I think that's how you say it. Motika, Motuka, Motika. I think it's Motika. Motika. Yeah. So that's um, how I've heard it said. So uh, same, same. Honestly, it's like it's like fooder. I don't really know if that's correct, but I've heard it enough. Yeah, that we're not. We're. I know. We're just. We're very white. I, I hate being that person. That's like. <laughs> I don't want to say because I'm going to mispronounce it. Alex, when you go to... I don't like to look like an idiot. When you so. go to Taco Bell and you order the little uh, the little pizza that's smashed between two tortillas, what's that called? A cheesy gordita... Or no, it's a... a, a, a Crunchwrap Supreme? No, I meant quesadilla. Oh. Quesadilla. 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 <laughs> Quesadilla. <laughs> uh, so, sorry. Quesadilla. That's how white we are. Um, <laughs> I've been watching. Quesadilla. I've been watching this show. This show called Elite. I don't. I think there's a different way to say it, but it's um, it's Elite on. Uh, it's basically Gossip Girl, but in Spanish oh, and in okay. Spain. And um, they all have the like the the like that one. It was the one king. I don't even know if this is true, but I've heard that like some king had a list. And like generations after him, like still have this lisp in Spanish, and they all have it. <laughs> and that's my story. Okay. Well, so, I was thinking of uh, oh, what was that? What's the movie where she she's like Barcelona? Barcelona. Um, there is a it's there is a part in um, uh, Booksmart where someone says that maybe which you probably haven't seen it. No, but Sarah probably, probably has. Seen that movie. Uh, anyway. So this one is extremely smooth. It's uh, obviously an oat base instead of um, wheat. So it's ob- it's going to have that body a little bit more. But it's also another half beer, so you know what you're getting into, right? Um, so, yeah, really enjoying this one for this episode. Um, and I'll get into it a little bit here. So uh, we're going we're gonna to move into Nick's Finger Lakes Adventure. And... Starting off, I uh, so I posted on social media, hey, we're going up to the Finger Lakes. What are the places that we have to hit, right? And so we were staying in the Farmington area, which is like in between Rochester and um, the the area is called Kenandagua, I think, or Kenandagua. I don't know how you say it. But obviously there's a lot of like Native American names and stuff like that up there. And it's uh, we were near Seneca Lake is what it comes down to. And so... Everybody, like, there were probably, like, six or eight people that said you have to go to Frequentum for their pizza. And I had never heard of Frequentum. Uh, but they are a brewery. And so that was, like, our first stop. Like, we got up there right around 4.30, 5 o'clock in the afternoon um, after a four-and-a-half-hour ride from Pittsburgh, which is not terrible for, like, a long weekend type of thing. Um, mm-hmm. I kind of wish we would have we left on Sunday instead of Saturday, but that's just me. Um really like just a cool place. Like it's, it gives you like this kind of rural kind of like really spread out vibe, but then these little Mm -hmm. towns pop up everywhere and they're really cute and really like all kinds of like pop-up shops and like, you know, mom and pop type, like coffee shops and like antiquing and all this other stuff that goes on there. Um, so we drove down to frequentum, uh, literally like five miles from the hotel. It's not, not very far at all. Uh, but that was our first stop because we're like, we're starving. We need some food. They have an outdoor patio. We can take the dog. So Chewy did come with us, um, which I, I, I'm going to go ahead and say was a mistake because she is a little neurotic dachshund. Um, but she also has like the energy of 17 huskies. Uh, so Mm, mm -hmm. you really have to tire her out. And even then it's not a guarantee that she's going to be tired when you take her out into public. So, yeah. So we show up to Frequentum and it's a Thursday night and we walk into the place and I, I'm sitting outside because I got the dog and Sarah goes in to order beer. And so she, you know, sends me the list and I pick one out. She brings out the beer. I was like, uh, do you want to just get one of each pizza? Because they have two. I, I didn't realize this wasn't like a pizza place. 
it's just like their like tiny little food menu for a brewery. So they only had two pizza options. One of them was like a pepperoni, capicola, like, you know, the, the stuff that I go for, like a meat lovers type of thing. And then they had a margarita mm-hmm. or uh, I don't know if it was a margarita pizza specifically, but there was another one. It was like more just like cheese and sauce and that kind of thing. And that's what Sarah yeah. got. So I was all pumped up about this pizza because the Fueled by Hops group was really just like jamming it down your throat, you know? And uh, so Nick Adams, the other Nick Adams of mm. Erie uh, fame. Fame. Is, <laughs> so he's a big fan. And uh, so Ryan had been up to the Finger Lakes earlier this summer and raved about this pizza. So I was like, all right, well, we're going to get the pizza. And so we got the pizza. And man, was this stuff excellent. Like, for it being just like a that was the only thing on the menu type of thing other than like snacks yeah. and stuff like they had like they had like appetizers a couple of like you know the the fried mushrooms or whatever you know that kind of thing but they had this mm-hmm. pizza was incredible for it being it's like personal size you know maybe like like four slices not real big mm-hmm. but man it was on point <laughs> so so yeah that was a that was a very uh, surprising twist to going to frequentum when everybody was raving about the pizza i was like uh Guys, this isn't a pizza shop. It's a brewery that serves a couple yeah. of pizzas. <laughs> right. So, I yeah, that um I I I do love those artisanal pizzas. God, are they expensive, but god, are they good. Uh, they weren't that expensive for what they are. I, I want to say they were maybe 11 or 12 bucks. Like, well, still. I mean, that, I mean that yeah, to me, that to me is expensive for that amount of food. Okay, also, okay, Red Baron. Thank you. No, I mean, I don't like I I don't know. I, pizza's not something I really like necessarily splurge on. Um, I, Which I, I get. Yeah. I have a, yeah, like I just, I have like a, I have a hard time like buying like a, a 14 or $15 pizza at like a brewery. I'm just like, ugh, it's like, guys, it's not that good. Right. Whatever. I don't know. Yeah, that's. I just, I can't imagine. I also can't imagine the ingredients are that expensive. So I'm like, ugh. But, but I think that was the difference with this place is that the pizza was that good. Like I didn't feel yeah. bad about well, that, spending yeah, that after yeah, having yeah. it. It was perfect. Like the, right. I, the crust was like super spongy, not really like dried out and crispy. Like you get it like a coal fired oven or that kind of thing. Like it yeah. was just, it was just really thick. Like the crust itself was really thick. I don't want to say the pizza was super thick. It wasn't like deep crust or anything, but mm-hmm. the, the crust was awesome. The toppings were great. They had this like hot honey, uh, sauce that they put on top of mine. It was perfect. Um, just a really good time at frequentum, honestly. And I, and like, so we had a beer, had some pizza. I went back inside to order a second round of beers and I got to talking to the one guy behind the bar and I was like, Oh, you know, like I, is this like a normal Thursday night for you guys? Because there were only maybe like six or eight people in the place. And he's like, no, uh, Dirk's Bentley is in town or uh, I forget whatever country star it was. And I was yeah. like, Oh, okay. That makes sense because everywhere is dead. Like we were driving through the like main street of this town and there was nobody out on the streets, nobody walking around. I'm like, what is going on here? It's like the height of summer where people are like out doing stuff. You know, there was a big concert in town. So, that made sense to me, but I, I was BS with the guy for a little bit. We were talking about like what else I could, what else to check out. And he obviously mentioned like other half and he said Mortalis, which are two, which are the two other breweries that we hit. But he also mentioned like the, the Genesee tap room is up there because they're, they're like Genesee is made in the finger lakes. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Jenny cream ale, right. If you're familiar is a mainstay in the beer industry. But they actually have a tap room, and he mentioned a couple other places that were around there in Rochester that we didn't actually get to. Uh, but we, like, honestly, I feel like I'll definitely go back to that area because there's, it's just a fun, cool place to go. Um, so yeah, we uh, we hung out there. I had a fruited like beer. It was very fruited and not very sour or anything like that. It was just like this fruit juice puree type thing. If you've ever had any juices from the answer it's kind of like that where it's not really like a sour beer it's just this fruit puree that's fermented right um that was i I thought it was fantastic but it wasn't anything different from any other like juice beers that i've had so their ipas were pretty solid though we had a couple of the they do like a numbering series for their ipas so they had like number six number 53 and number 129 
and I ended up taking home number six and number 173 uh, in a four pack. So I'll, I'll post those on our Instagram at some point. Um, but Frequentum is a cool spot. Like it's a very chill, like little like microbrewery type place, not real big, not real industrial. They have this like cool all brick building, big windows on the outside. Again, dog friendly on the patio. Uh, not dog friendly inside technically, but that's because they serve food. So uh, I was I'm really impressed with their their selection. They had a they had a German Pilsner, they had a Kolsch and a Lager on tap too. That uh, Sarah had a couple of those, and uh, overall it was a great spot. And uh, the people there were super nice. Really, like just took the time to explain stuff to us, and like you know, it's good when you can like have a conversation with somebody about what you're drinking even if it's only a couple of sentences like i'm not trying to sit there and talk the guy's ear off or anything but it was it was fun to get the get the lay of the land kind of get the idea of what was going on around and like what else what else there is to do um and uh, during that conversation when i asked him like oh what else should we check out he was like well i was like what's what's some of the best beer around here And he's like well ours (laughs) so i always find that to be a a, a good time Uh, a fun joke (laughs) So, yeah, so Frequentum the first night was awesome. I I kind of I kind of wish they had a more versatile selection to go. We did get a Kolsch Crowler to go uh for Sarah because she she was absolutely in love with it. Like just she had it on draft and she was like I I want more of this. So we got a Crowler to go. They do Crowlers, they do four packs. They don't I don't know if they do Growlers or not, but uh, again, super cool spot. Great. Love to hear it. I'm happy you had fun. That sounds like a cool place. Yeah. Uh, so on the second day, we, uh, we went down to Watkins Glen, which is like a national park near there. Mm -hmm. It's, it was about an hour away from our hotel, which is kind of a hike when you're on vacation, you know, like you don't want to do all that kind of driving, but Sarah. Yeah. Oh God. I, yeah, I, I am not that person that wants to be driving. So it's, it's a national park and they filmed some of the Lord of the Rings there. Mm, okay. And so Sarah was like all about it. She's like, we have to go. My mom used to go there when she was young, like this kind of stuff. Uh, cause uh, her, her mom's parents live in the Bedford area of Pennsylvania mm-hmm. or which one, which, whichever one's close to the Northern border near New York. It's either Bedford or Bradford might be. It's not Bedford. Oh no, no, no. I'm like, sorry. I'm sorry. It's Warren. Warren PA is where, where they actually oh, live. Yes. Very close. You were so, close. <laughs> It's close to Bradford or Bedford. I, I can't remember. But <laughs> the uh, but yeah, so they used to go up to Watkins Glen and like enjoy the national park, right? And so Sarah was like all about it. She's like, we have to go. I want to take the dog. We'll go hiking, you know, like all this other stuff. I was like, all right, cool. I'm, I'm down. Like, I, I don't care. So we drive the hour down there and it's a national park. And we parked at the top of the park. Like there's a, there's a lower entrance that's the main entrance and there's the upper entrance, which is like, for like, if you have a pavilion, you know, there's like a bunch of pavilions up there. There's a bunch of like, if you're having a party there, you can, you know, rent a pavilion type of thing. So we parked in the party area instead of the main area. And she, and like we went into the, they call it. So the, the, the trail is called the gorge because it's like this Mm -hmm. big carved out quarry. Right. And there's a bridge that they used in the Lord of the Rings. Okay. And so dogs are not allowed on the gorge trail. And we also have Chewy with us, obviously. And so I was like, okay, we're not going on the gorge trail. If you want to go, you can go walk it and I'll, I'll meet you at the bottom or whatever. And so we get to the bottom and Sarah goes back up into the gorge. And I mean, this place is gorgeous. Don't get me wrong. There's waterfalls. There's a bunch of like, I mean, it's, it's not an easy trail by any means. It was only like an, a mile and a half, but mm-hmm. it's all downhill. And then you have to walk back up to get back to your car. So it was literally a three mile hike, which for me, isn't that big of a problem. It's, it's dragging the dog along with me and keeping her away from everybody else. That's at this place. That was like the biggest pain in the ass. Yeah. But it was a cool spot. Uh, again, just, just a, a, a natural habitat type of thing like nothing major so i don't know i I thought it was enjoyable we went to watkins Glen for our friday morning all right so we Mm -hmm. so we head back to the hotel after that and 
we decided that we were going to hit other half on Friday night because I figured that why not? Like it's a cool place. It's going to, you know, there's going to be a huge crowd. Everybody's going to be hanging out, having a good time, having a couple of beers, whatever. So other half was literally 12 minutes from our hotel, which is perfect. That's amazing. Yeah. Like it was, it was like seven miles away and it's all back roads. It's all uh, like rural New York. So the speed limit everywhere is 55 miles an hour. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, one of, uh, one of my friends online messaged me whenever I posted about going to the finger lakes and he's like, Oh, we vacation there every summer. You got to do this, that, and the other thing. And he said, he mentioned like specifically, he was like, get some corn while you're up there. Right. And so we're driving around and I see all these little stands on the side of the road, just farms that are like fresh produce, fresh corn, sweet corn, blah, 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 like all this stuff. And I'm like, man, we got to get some of this corn. So, as we're driving around, we're like, we're like trying to spot like the, the reputable places to get corn, which I'm like, this is, it's all back alley. Like, you know, people just post this stuff on the side of their driveway and like, you just pull into their driveway and get this corn or whatever. So we, we passed a couple of those places on the way to other half. And we were thinking like, Oh yeah, we got to go back to this one. We got to go back to that one. We ended up not doing that. And we stopped in like a main town, like a produce market (laughs) and got some corn on the way out. Right. Right. But but he was also like, you have to check out other half because their their place is amazing. It's big, it's open. If you have the dog with you, it's like perfect to just like hang out outside. So we did that on Friday night. So we go there, and it's maybe like six o'clock, six thirty, seven o'clock, maybe something like that. And they are open till ten, uh, and it's like off the beaten path. It's not in like a main town or anything. It's it's a very like farm feel to it right so we pull up to the place and there's like not a spot in the parking lot and i was like oh crap we're gonna be like overrun with people right so we pull up we park get the dog out we walk up to the the building and there's like a a main entryway and then around the corner it says like order your beer here at the window and so we walk around and it's this sprawling hillside that's like fenced in and it is massive like i would say uh i'm trying to like relate it to something that people from pittsburgh would understand without like really uh, like explaining it um but like the whole place is just like uh you know the stage at hartwood acres right yeah like the stage would be like the building at other half and then their yard is like the hill going up to the walkway like that's how big this yard is and so, like, there's a, there's a couple of people hanging out, and there's a food truck out front that uh, did barbecue. Oh, they were fantastic food, by the way. Um, yeah, the uh, FLX barbecue, which FLX is short for Finger Lakes, apparently. I don't know how that works, but that's uh, that's their that's their I guess. that's their uh, sticker on the back of the car, like OBX, like Outer Banks. Oh, right? okay, sure. The sure. FLX is the Finger Lakes. Uh, so. <laughs> So yeah, we get Lakes. there, we, we order a couple of beers, we walk up to this picnic table that's far away from everyone else, and the dog is freaking out the whole time. Like we're sitting there trying to like corral her in. Um they have a lot of beer though. Like other half does a shit ton of beer. And all of their places get some variation of everything that they have. So we're sitting there, I'm looking through the list, there's like 15 beers on tap. They have this like little like uh, almost like a I want to say maybe like a five barrel system that they're running up there that they actually brew on site but most of it is done in their Brooklyn tap or in their Brooklyn brewery right and then shipped out there or whatever but it's uh like we sat there for two and a half three hours had a couple of beers each hung out with the dog had some food um just a cool place like I, I can't say it enough. Like they, it kind of gives me like the vibes of the treehouse in Charlton, where like they have mm-hmm. the building and they have this giant gaping like just open space where you can hang out in, and it's super cool. Uh, yeah. But even inside right. wasn't like small. It was just very like pointed to like eight tables and the bathroom, and that was it. <laughs> so, uh, right. I, I just everything about it made me want to go back. Very cool. Very cool. What did you? How many did you like? 
how much did you get? How much beer did you get from all these places to like bring home? Uh, <laughs> so I did post a picture on the Field by Hops uh, site of my haul, and mm-hmm. I got so the first night at Other Half because we did go back on Saturday because they were doing a tap takeover with Side Project and Shared Brewing. Okay. Uh, so the first night I got five four packs at other half. I got two at frequentum and the crowler. Um, the second day though, when I went back to other half, I got another three, four packs, four, four packs, sorry, four, four packs that day. And a couple of bottles because they had some like rare or like barrel aged stouts and stuff like that. That was like just a (sighs) side project is insane when it comes to stouts. So, um, other half did a collab with them that was a coconut uh, latte, I think is what they call it. Coconut latte barrel mm-hmm. aged. And so I have a bottle of that sitting on the bar right now, and I'm really excited to tap into that. But uh, side project to me is like one of those that you don't really understand how much notoriety they get. Like uh, the, the, so their, their big claim to fame is uh, beer barrel time. So BBT. Right. And they release it every year. You can only buy one bottle and you have to pick it up in person and blah, 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 whatever else. But whenever they do like collabs or they do any sort of like uh, big releases and stuff like that, like everybody's on their shit when it comes to like the beer trade and all that. So it was really cool that other half Finger Lakes was getting side project stuff. So we decided, uh, because after talking to the bartender the night before on Friday night, we ended up, uh, they were like, oh, yeah, you got to come back tomorrow. And I was planning on hitting Mortalis on the way home because they were closer to the PA border than where we were staying. Mm-hmm. And so they were like, oh, yeah, we open at 10 tomorrow. And Mortalis for drafts didn't open till 1. So I was like, we're going to start at other half and get some stuff to go. And then we'll jump on the road. We'll hit Mortalis by 1. And we'll be home by six. Perfect. Love it. Great. So that's what we ended up doing. But yeah, going back to other half on Saturday, same experience. There was like nobody there. It's nuts. Like if they put that place in Pittsburgh, it would look like grist house on a Saturday with, at, with 75 degree weather. Like yeah. it would be wall to wall people. You couldn't move. There would be lines out the door for drafts, but because it's in the finger lakes and nobody knows good beer up there. <laughs> Just kidding. Um, <laughs> Apparently they don't. Well, uh, that's the thing. I don't think that it's they don't know. I think that it's just that other half is such a big entity now that they're not really like selling out of stuff. They're not really like worried about running out of beer or anything like that. Like I think they're just being a good host at that point. They're just focusing on making it a good experience when you go there. And they have cornhole. Mm-hmm. They have horseshoe pits. They have all this space for everything. It's super awesome. And like the outdoor mm-hmm. area is just so well kept. They cut the grass sometime between Friday night and Saturday morning. Like I, I just don't <laughs> understand it. Like guys cut the grass on Wednesday and then don't worry about it until the next week. No, they were out there Friday night after we left or Saturday morning before we got there cutting the yeah. damn grass because I was walking wow. around and I'm like, this is fresh cut grass. So <laughs> it must've been Saturday morning. Had to have they been. Were had early. to have been. I can't I mean, imagine it would have been Friday night. People are out of their damn right. minds cutting the grass at 1030 at exactly. night after they close. Uh, but yeah, it was, it was cool. I like the, the place is awesome. Um, I got myself a little broccoli hat. That's their, you know, their house IPA or double IPA. You know, I just I, like other half to me is just this, like they're, they're becoming like a dogfish or a Sam Adams. Like they're just so big now. And, but they keep the quality of the product up. Like they're not falling off when it comes to what you're drinking, because number one, this triple Motika daydream is incredible still. Um, but number two, like everything that we had was awesome. They had a couple of, um, side project collabs that they did. They did one that was a Belgian wit beer that was aged in some sort of like French wine barrels or something. It had this like weird tartness to it. It was phenomenal. And so they did a tap takeover on Saturday. And so we got to test out a couple of the couple of the higher tier beers that they had on. And man, everything was just incredible. So, 
I got to say, big shouts to Other Half. If nothing else, if you ever are in the Finger Lakes area, stop into Other Half Finger Lakes. They are well worth the trip, well worth checking out. Um, the nicest people, they were fantastic to us. I, I just, I don't know. Like I said, the, the beer community is great and everybody in it seems to be in it for the right reasons. Um, and of course yeah, we ran into people from Pittsburgh while we were there. They were like, Oh, are yeah, you from Pittsburgh? I'm like, oh, of course, but <laughs> well, yeah, cause you, that's all you wear. <laughs> no, I had the fueled by hop shirt on. That's all. And the guy was like, Oh, I noticed, I recognize the fueled by hops. And I'm like, I'm like, yeah, I'm from North Hills. And he's like, oh, yeah, I went to Gibsonia or I lived in Gibsonia or whatever. Of course. So, <laughs> but yeah, no, it's great. It's, yeah. it's really like the, the thing is like everybody's nice. Everybody like wants to pet your dog. Everybody wants to hang out, you know, that kind of thing. So it's, it's cool. It, it really is. But other half right. in Finger Lakes was great. Highlight of the trip for sure. Um, so to wrap up my trip, we, uh, we rolled down to Mortalis after that, right? We had a couple of like half pours at other half. Jumped in the car, rode about 20 minutes down the road. 20 minutes down the road from other half is this little podunk brewery called Mortalis, putting out some mm-hmm. of the best sours I've ever had, some of mm. the best beers I've ever had out of this little side building on an industrial park road in the back of wherever. Uh, so we pull up to this place, and I didn't really know what to expect. We'd never been there. We'd never heard about it or anything. I mean, we never heard about the actual place. I've heard of Mortalis, obviously. But uh, so they had a couple of their Hydra series available. Mm-hmm. And so we get there, and it's a tiny little, like, imagine, um, like, it's like almost like a strip mall type of building, but it was like a big steel warehouse, right? And it just had, like, mm-hmm. a, a construction place next door. The, the pla- Like an industrial park? Yeah, it's an industrial park. The place literally right next door was Martin's Potato Rolls. No way. Not even kidding you. Sarah's like, are they open? No way. Sarah's like, are they open? Can I go in? (laughs) So, yeah, Martin's Potato Rolls right next door. Uh, But, yeah, Mortalis, they have like a tiny little hallway inside that's just the bathroom. And then you go into the, the garage side, and it's where they have the tap set up. But they have a little outdoor area with tables and umbrellas and that's it that's that's all it is it's maybe i want to say 20 by 40 outside like it's there's nothing to it but we walk in and there's a bunch of people hanging out already we only got there at like 120 maybe because we stopped for mcdonald's and so we get in line and there's a couple of people waiting and the dog's going nuts because there's other dogs there because it is dog friendly outside and of course the one guy like i'm wearing my monkish shirt that jake got me Mm-hmm. And there's a guy sitting at the table and he goes, Hey, that's a nice shirt. And I was like, Oh, thanks, man. You know, my brother lives out that way. He's like, No, I was talking about the DG shirt that your wife's wearing. <laughs> so because <laughs> Sarah had her dancing them like the the trifecta uh-huh. tee on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, Oh, well, yeah, that's a pretty okay shirt, too, I guess. Uh, but of course he's like, He's like, oh yeah, man, we love we love DG. I'm from Pittsburgh, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, of course you are. So we ran into another Yenzer. Right. Oh um, uh, if you ever listen to this podcast, uh, next time I next time I see you, bud, I'm, I'm going to buy you a beer. But uh, they were they were funny because they had a dog too, and the dog went nuts whenever Chewy came nearer. And uh, so after they like kind of met each other, they calmed down. But I, I traveling with a dog is not something that I want to do again, honestly. Yeah. Um, other than that, though, uh, Mortalis had a couple of drafts. Uh, they had a couple of they were doing can pours of most of their other stuff. And man, everything that we had there was fantastic too. Like we, uh, we split one of the hydras, which was the peach blueberry strawberry, uh, sour. And it's a, it's a smoothie in a can, man. Like it's, it's incredible. Um, I'll have to save you one. Cause I did get a four pack of that for myself. Like usually I buy a four pack and split it with a couple other people. Mm-hmm. This one, yeah. I did get a, a four pack myself. Um, I, for what it is, I don't know Ooh. that it's outrageously priced either. Um, it was a $25 four pack, which is expensive. Don't get me wrong, but it's all fruit puree and yeah. like that kind of, and it's good. Right. And so I don't mind spending the money, Yeah, <clears throat> but man, Mortalis is a spot to check for sure. Uh, definitely one of those like bucket list type places. You don't have to be there every week, right. but at the same time, like if you can get some of their beer, even if you don't go to the place, get some of their beer. I had a double, uh, we had a, we had a half pours of the other ones. And, uh, so I had a double Sarah had, uh, Oh, what was the other one? There was a, 
No, she had the double. I had the Imperial Stout. That's what it was. And, man, everything was just killer. So big uh, big shout-out to Mortalis. Um, I, I want to go back there just to, like, experience, like, a can drop weekend, mm-hmm. you know, like, be there at 10 a.m. on a Friday when they're releasing new cans, that kind of thing. But they're a little bit a little bit away from, like, Rochester and, and Ken and Dagua where we were staying. But, uh, man, uh, the whole trip was just awesome. So I, I can't say enough good about the Finger Lakes. Like that was it, for as short a time as we were there, everything was killer. Good to hear. Yeah, it sounds like a great time. Uh, I'd love to get up there sometime. Um, not a big driver, but I would love to go to Toronto at some point. And uh, it seems like it's just a hop, skip, and a jump away. So yeah, I would say so I would say do that list. in like a do that in like a three and two type of thing. Like oh sure 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 three yeah, nights yeah. three nights Toronto two and Finger Lakes and come home type of thing that'd be kind of cool yeah um, yeah that would be cool definitely we'll go back there uh, don't know if right. it'll be like soon soon but because uh, I want to get freaking everywhere um, was talking to my barber today getting my haircut and uh, he went out to the Dewey Beach for his vacation a couple weeks ago and he was talking about uh-huh. Dewey Beer Company and I was like man I need some secret machines in my life. Uh, yeah. so, <laughs> so yeah, that, that got me thinking about like another trip. Maybe, maybe do that for a couple of days sometime sure. here soon, yeah. but cool. man, uh, like, uh, I just, I love going to places and meeting people and just talking beer with people. It's, it's, it's freaking cool. So, mm-hmm. yeah. All right. Yeah. Uh, so as, as, as we wrap down the week or as we wind down the weekend here, uh, we did get to soju in uh, Garfield, uh, killer spot had some soju bombs, which were, Soju dropped in a Pilsner. Uh, nice. That was pretty fun. Yum. Uh, we did stop at Two Phrase while we were over there, though, too, for a draft. Very cool. Um, very, love very cool. Love that place. It's very Super cool. Super cute. Super um, cute. I love it. I can't wait to go back. I think they're I, I think they're coming into their beer styles a little bit still. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I it's not. I'm not. I'm not harping on away, them for it. But no. no, no, no. I mean, it's such a cool place that I don't even care. Yeah, I think it's a very cool spot. That that whole street is very cool though. Like oh the, yeah the yeah yeah. There's on, like um, there's, some, there's like, like vintage stores and there's like a there's a plant shop I go to. There's like a vegan um, pizza shop that's on that road that a lot of people talk about all the time. Yeah, there's a lot of cool stuff. Uh, in Garfield, which nice. is uh, which is very close to where I live, so I'm very um, very excited to explore more. Well, uh, so the only other thing I really wanted to hit on this episode before we wrap up here is the upcoming week. So, number one, starting August first, you can vote for us in the Pittsburgh City Paper poll for the best podcast in Pittsburgh. Uh, again, I will post the link in our bio. Please vote as often as you can, as often as you're allowed. Don't break the rules. Don't go botting or anything like that. We don't want to win that way. I'd rather win organically. Uh, no, actually, you know what? If you know how to program bot. bots to vote for us, bot it's, for us. Okay, please. Thank it, you. No, it's, it's, it's 100% not that hard. We could, if we wanted to, rig a city paper vote. That's for sure. <laughs> I know that. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. On record. On record, I, I will say that. <laughs> All right, so yeah, that's coming up. Also, IPA Day is coming up right around the corner here. August 4th mm. is IPA Day. Wow. So get your IPAs ready. We're going to celebrate in style. We're going to have a podcast that night, I think, because that's a week from today. Or Oh, no, it's a little bit more than a week from today. Well, anyway, next episode, we're going to talk about IPAs. Um, sure. So, Alex, uh, it looks like you're about ready to fall asleep here, so we can wrap. No, it's... It is hot as fuck. It's 85 degrees in this room right now, and we've been doing this for an hour, and I am ready to go. Um, Yeah, looking forward, I am going to, I'm actually going to drag Bingo at Couch tomorrow. They started charging for it, which is good, because I hope the queens are getting paid. Because I can't imagine they were getting paid that much before. So yeah, it's uh, I think it's thirty five dollars. It includes two drinks. It starts at I think eight p.m. One of my friends asked me if I wanted to go, and I said, yeah, absolutely. So uh, gonna get back to Couch. I love Couch. It's so close to my apartment. It's um it they're just they're just vibing. They're just like they're not like it, you know, they're they're I think they fly under the radar a lot of the times, but I uh, I do love them. So looking forward to that. And um and after that I'll be uh spending a week at our parents' house and I'm um, probably drinking a lot of the Miller Lite and the Yingling that I have left over from my party on Saturday. So <laughs> nothing wrong with that. Looking forward to that. All right. And well. uh, I think that's all I got, Nick. Any final thoughts? So final thoughts here. Uh, Ryan is slowly revamping the fueled by hops shop. So 
it's that time again. Don't forget, use our code, the weekly recap, in the Fueled by Hops shop for 20% off your entire order. Cool stuff coming. They got the Sasquatch tee. They've got a new hoodie. They've got a bunch of stuff that they're going to be launching here over the next few weeks. Uh, Ryan just found out the gender of his baby. Congratulations to Ryan uh, on bringing a little baby girl into the world. And uh, that's all I got for everything else. Uh, Other than that, tip your bartenders. Be nice to people. Don't be a dick in public. And remember, the service industry, they're there to serve you, but they're not there to put up with your shit. Anything to add, Alex? No, that's all I got. All Um, right. Let's uh, raise a glass. Tip your bartenders. Tip. Yeah. Raise a glass. Thank you all for listening. Thank you for voting. Uh, Pittsburgh City Poll number one podcast. Here we come. Cheers. Hello, and welcome to the end of the podcast. You made it this far, so why not go and follow us on social media? At The Weekly Recap on Instagram. At The Weekly Recap 1 on Twitter. Or email us at theweeklyrecap1 at gmail.com. Thank you.